Have you ever tried to get out of a relationship, but the only way you could figure out how to do it was murder? Well, today we're going to go over Bella Gunness. Ladies and gentlemen of all ages, boys and girls, thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Angry Me Production. We appreciate you coming in and letting us be a part of your lives week in and week out. We hope to do our best to present you with something that your eardrums delight in. Whether you're looking at us on YouTube or Rumble or listening to us on Spotify, Google, or Anchor, or any of the other podcast services that we are currently on or trying to get on. We thank you. And if you don't mind, at the end of every episode, stop by. Leave us a comment. Leave us a like. If it asks for five stars, we'll take five stars, even if you don't like us. Five stars are what it's all about. With that being said, we hope you enjoy our attempt to make our advocation, our vocation. Ladies and gentlemen, let the games begin. We here at Angry Me Production want to thank our sponsor, Mobile Notary Mindy. She's certified with the National Notary Association. She's also bonded and E&O insured. She offers a wide range of services, including wills, powers of attorney, medical documents, healthcare proxies, living wills, certification of trust, assignment of personal property. HIPAA waivers, advanced healthcare directives, and 99 verification. You can find her on Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram at Mobile Notary Mindy. You can also visit her webpage at TexasMobileNotaryMindy.com. That's TXMobileNotaryMindy.com. Thank you so much and enjoy the show. Welcome, Angry Faithful. Yes, today we're going to go over Bella Gunness. Uh, it's kind of a weird one. Uh, I was just scrolling through all the serial killers and everything, trying to figure out which one to actually do this uh, week, and uh, <laughs> this one came up. Uh, let's see who this villainous person is. Bella Gunness was born, and we're going to have to have Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking, beyond the grave, please help us out. Brian Hild Paul Stitter Storsev. Yeah, yeah. Sorset. We'll just go Sorset. That's the only thing I pronounce. And here, he, here's another one. But she was born in Selbru Sort Torlag, Norway, on November 11th, 1859, to Paul and Bert. Brit? Bert? Stephen Hawkins from the grave. Brit. Brit. Uh, Sorset. She was the youngest of eight children. She was uh, confirmed at the Church of Norway in 1874 at the age of 14. Gunness began her work uh, for neighbors uh, neighboring farms by milking and herding cattle to save money up for the journey to New York City. <clears throat> she moved to the United States in 1881, 
when she was processed by immigration at the Castle Garden. She uh, changed her first name to Bella, then traveled to Chicago to join her sister, Nellie, who had immigrated several years earlier in Chicago while living with her sister and brother-in-law. Guinness worked at a dom as a domestic servant, basically a maid, then uh, got a job as a butcher shop cutting up animal carcasses. At this time, when she was uh, at her uh, top peak of her age, she was five foot seven and weighed 210 pounds to 250. I can't get an exact measurement on the you know, weight, I guess. Uh, and she was physically strong in appearance. Going on the first uh, set of deaths, Guinness, a uh, Guinness, married Mad Dallas Anto Sornes. I'm surprised I got that one. In 1884, the couple owned a candy store, which later burnt to the ground along with their home and both uh insurance granted the couple's insurance payout two ba uh two babies in the Gimmis home had died from inflammation from law uh, uh of the large intestine which can result from poisoning foreshadowing anyways guinness had insured both of the children collected a large sum of checks uh after each death neighbors gossiped about how the babies were uh died since Guinness never appeared to be pregnant. That is weird. Okay, moving on. Sorsen, the father, had purchased two life insurance policies, and on July 30th, 1900, both policies were active at the same time, as one would expire that day and the other would uh, enter into force. Sorsen died from cerebral hemorrhaging that day. Gunness explained <clears throat> he had come with a headache, and she pr uh, provided him with cortine powder. Cortine powder is – I should have had this pulled up, and I didn't. Let's see what cortine powder is, everyone. Cortine powder – is a bark extract herbal supplement for boosting immune system. I guess it's not poisonous or anything like that. So, anyways, <clears throat> for the pain, she later checked on him and he was dead. Gunness collected uh, the money for, uh, from the life insurance policies, and which totaled around $5,000. And with the insurance money, she moved to La Porte, Indiana. And she bought a pig farm. The first, or the, well, this is like the fourth one. Uh, fourth, Bella um, married Peter Gunness, where she gets her last name, on April 1st, 1902. The following week, uh, while Peter was out of the house, his uh, infant daughter died of unknown ca uh, causes in Bella's care. Peter died eight months later due to a skull injury. Bella explained that the uh, that Peter reached for something on the high shelf, and a meat grinder fell on him, smashing his skull. District Court uh, converted a coroner's jury and suspected murder, but nothing came of the case. Bella collected $3,000 in insurance money for Peter's death and the many disappearances in her care. Uh, Gunness began placing marriage ads in Chicago newspaper in 1905. One of her ads was uh, answered by a Wisconsin farmhand, Henry 
Gultholt. After traveling to Lokport, uh, Gultholt uh, wrote his family saying that he liked the farm and was in good health, requesting some uh, seed apples, uh, seed potatoes. <laughs> seed apples. <laughs> when, when he, when they failed to, I can't do. Oh, I do little, little chuckles on stuff I mess up on, and then I try to read the serious stuff. It's it's all kinds of funny. Anyways, when they failed to hear from him after that, the family contacted Gunnis. Uh, she told them that Grothholt had gone off with the horse trader in sh to Chicago. She kept his trunk and fur overcoat. Joe Moe uh, of Minnesota answered uh, Gutness' uh, ad in 1906 after they had corresponded for several months. Moe traveled to Laporte and withdrew a large amount of cash, although no, uh, no one ever saw Moe again. A carpenter who did uh, occasional work for Gutness observed that Moe's trunk remained in her house along with many other dozen others. Her criminal activities came to light in April 1908 when Gunness Farm in Laporte, Indiana, burnt to the ground. In the ruins, authorities found bodies of headless uh, adult women uh, initially identified as Belle Gunness and her three children. Further investigation unearthed uh, the partial remains of at least 11 additional people on Gunness uh, property after a file at the Gunness homestead led to the discovery of bodies be, uh, believed to be Gunness and her children. Laporte's police authorities were contacted by Ellis Helgen, who had found correspondence between his brother Andrew Helgen and Gunness. Though the latter included a petition for him to relocate uh, Laporte and to bring money and to keep the move a secret. A visit by Ellis Helgen to the gut gunness farm with the uh with a farmer uh hired hand led to the addition to paid to soft depressions and what had been made into a pen for hogs uh after briefly digging up um one of the depressions of the lot a gunny sack was found to contain two hands two feet and one head which heligan you know, recognized to be those of his brothers. Um, media inspection of the site revealed that there was a dozen of such slumbering depressions in the gun, uh, Gunness Yard. And further uh, digging investigation at the site uh, yielded multiple burla uh, burlap sacks containing torsos, hands, arms hacked from the shoulders down, masses of human bones wrapped in loose flesh that draped like jelly. Whoa. Uh, from trash-covered uh, depressions that um, proved to be graves. In each case, the bodies have been butchered in the same manner. The body uh, decompos uh, uh, decomposition, uh, the arms removed from the shoulders, and the legs severed at the knee. Blunt trauma and gashes characterized the skull that were found, uh, found that had been separated from the bodies. Lucas Riley quoted in the Chicago Inter uh, Interior Ocean and uh, Metal Floss noted that what what is Metal Floss? Oh, it's it's actually a media group uh, group uh, based in New York City's, but there actually is a website Metal Floss with presents facts, puzzles, and trivia. Hmm, that's okay. 
but Lucas Raleigh uh, noted that the bones had been crushed uh, on the ends as though they had been struck with hammers after they had been dismembered, and that quicklime had been scattered over the faces suff- uh, and stuffed in the ears. What is quicklime? I think that's lime. Hold on, everybody. Let's investigate this. Quicklime powder. What is quicklime powder? Quicklime powder. Uh, it's basically to help your soil out. Uh, calcium, uh, calcium oxide, uh, burnt lime is a widely used chemical compound. Hold on real quick. Let's get here. It's chemical compound. It is carsic, alkaline, crystal solid at room temperature. Probably used uh, term is lime. Okay. Oh, okay. It's just lime. Okay. Just different wordings for that stuff. After uh, finding the parts of the uh, five bodies on the first day and an additional six on the second, uh, some in shallow graves under the original uh, hog pen, others near the outhouse or the lake, please stop counting, uh, which these discoveries and uh, participants of Belgonas, as reported in the newspaper, described as a praiseworthy woman dying in a fire that consumed her house in a depression attempt to save her children desperate attempt to save her children were released despite the initial success with the identification of Andrew Halligans uh, and despite the fact that uh, widened news coverage, uh, coverage of mass murder invited inquiries from families with men that she had that had gone missing. Most of the remains could not be identified. Uh, the involvement of Ray Lamper. Uh, Lamp- Lamper was Guinness's hired hand on the on and off and a on and off again lover. In November 1908, uh, Lamper was convicted of arson in connection with the fire at Gunnis' house. Lamper later confessed that Gunnis had placed uh, advertisements seeking male companionship only to murder and rob the men who responded and subsequently visited her at the farm. Lumpsbird, uh, Lumpsire, uh, stated that Gunnis, uh, Gunnis <coughs> asked him to burn down the farmhouse with her children inside. Uh, Lumper has also asserted that the bodies thought to be Gunnis was, in fact, a murder victim chosen and planted in the mislead the investigators. The brother of one of the victims had warned Gunnis that he, uh, he might arrive at the farm shortly to investigate his brother's disappearance. According to Lampert, this impeding visit motivated Gunnis to destroy her house, fake her own death, and flee. When Lensphere, uh, Lensphere, okay, I got it, uh, was arrested, he was wearing John Moe's, uh, John Moe's overcoat and Henry Guthart's watch. Edward uh, Bleachley, a journalist, have given a secret assignment to acquire access to a confession and publish it, thus bringing a second, uh, second inconsent, uh, uh, Stephen Hawking, from the grave. Help me out. Inconsistent. Here. Inconsistent. Uh, Lampard, uh, according to Light, 
The second account is uh, based on the report. The lunch tractor contacted a river uh, reverend, Edward Schultz, uh, and proved him with a oral confession that Schultz described and had limp, uh, limp fear sign a document that uh, Schultz kept sealed in his personal safe. Uh, Bleachley attempted to com- uh, com- convince Shell to allow him to publish uh, this letter, his confection, but it was denied by Les Schultz and Schultz's wife. However, a separate newspaper published a story with speculation regarding the second uh, Lampfear confession, described as <sighs> Squires as uh, worried as a piece of the family of the victims. Shell offered a confession to Bleach which was later published and the bleach narrative entitled Lansphere's confession containing the summary from bleach in the confession. Uh, Lansphere said that he had killed uh, Miss Gunness and the children with the ax uh, sprinkled the, uh, the bodies with kerosene and set them on fire and the house. It gave details of this slaying and told uh, uh, of his part of the uh, former murders, which occurred on Gunness farm his task uh, usually being to bury the bodies in the garden the essential fact however was that the murderess was not alive as a fugitive the publication of lamphere's confessions results in subsequent arrest of his accomplice elizabeth smith the inconsistencies between the two confessions included the matter of the survival of bella gunness remaining historical issues that it was not fully resolved. Uh, Bella Gunness was pronounced dead, even though the doctor was performed. Uh, f- <sighs> even though the doctor was uh, who performed the postmortem testification uh, that the headless body was five inches shorter and about fifty pounds lighter than Gunness, no explanation was provided to what happened to the body's uh, body's head. Whoever Gunness died in the uh, whether Gunness died in the fire or escaped remains uncertain. Although the sheriff blamed the Chicago American reporter for investigating the escape story, reporting sightings of Gunness in Chicago area continued long after she was declared dead. At the time, police looked into the reports of the uh, women suspected to be Bella none of which led to the apprehension. In 2008, DNA tests were performed on the headless corpse in an attempt to compare DNA in the corpse against several other letters uh, Gunness has sent to one of her victims, but due to the age, the samples was not uh, properly tested. Uh, after Gunness crimes came to light, the Gunness farm became a tourist attraction. Speculators came ac- uh, from across the country to see mass graves. Uh, concessions and souvenirs were sold more why do they man i understand that a lot of people just like to they're they're murder junkies i guess you call them or a serial killer junkies whatever you you want to describe yourself it doesn't really matter <laughs> but does making someone infamous uh so to speak and doting on them, it's beyond me. If if they're a piece of shit, they're a piece of shit, in my eyes. 
moreover, the crimes became acknowledged part of the uh, area's history. The Laporte uh, County Historical Society Museum has permanently uh, has a permanent Bella Gunness exhibit. Gunness has been subject to two American musical ballads. And uh, Method, a 2004 film starring Elizabeth Hurley as Rebecca, who portrayed Gunness in the film within the film, uh, which was shot in Romania. In 2017, a True Crime podcast, My Favorite Murderer, performed a later release, a live episode detailing Gunness crimes. And I guess, uh, yeah, they all did that. It's a lot of podcasts on, on this woman. I think, I think Time Suck did it too. Let me see here. Let me see. Oh, I think Dan did this too. What else? Yeah, he did one. Jeez, I don't know how he does the time on these things. He does two hours. Anyways, anyways, like always, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching, and I hope you enjoyed this, and goodbye.